How much time till we're on? Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Welcome to Tuesday night. I Sports like Day. It. I like it. Scotty Seller, Matty Rogers. I'm back. Croaky, croaky voice. Yeah, hope there. you've had a great day. Yeah, we're not talking to Matt Rogers today. We're talking to Ron Rogers, <laughs> the sultry, oh, yeah. sultry voice of Matty Rogers. How are mm. you, Rat? I'm good, good. Had a great weekend. So the the rusty voice. So country music festival. So your son, your son, your brother Donny, mm. who is a singer, mm. he appeared at a country music or blues yeah. festival. Yeah, no, it's country music. It's called yep. Groundwater. Yep. Yeah, yeah, really good, really good weekend. Just in Broadbeach, and uh, yeah, he played. You did a little bit too much singing, did you? Did yeah. you get up on stage? No, no. I, I don't go anywhere near it. No. So you can't sing. It's all about him, mate. Um, he, he's brilliant at what he's doing, and I'm proud of him and stoked for him. And uh, yeah, he's killing it. Yeah, good stuff. Mm. Good stuff. Welcome to our regular listeners to Super Radio Network family and the SEN in Sydney, eleven seventy six ninety three in SENQ in Brisbane, and sixteen twenty on the Gold Coast. And if you're listening. On the app, welcome to the show and also the podcast at a later date. And our listeners in New Zealand through SENZ, welcome to the show. It's going to be a massive show because we've got a great guest guest coming up. He's, mm. one of, he's one of the most enjoyable men to be in his company and we'll announce that very soon if you want to text him. At any stage, 0457 736 736. And if you're in New Zealand, double eight double three. Get involved in the show also if you want to call him. Like Glenn does, one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. If you want to uh, cast your opinion on some of the topics we're going to talk about tonight. Now, now, firstly, we have to get off this off our chest straight away. Right, right. Can we trust your knowledge in rugby league? Can right. I say I think <laughs> Samoa win it? That's my bold prediction. <laughs> oh, That's as no, bold this, as they come. This is a stitch up. Yeah, it is. It Mate, is. you look at that side. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Mate, oh. you look at that side and you just think, just mate, they, they could beat anyone that side. Stop. They could. Just stop. What are you What are you saying? What? Are you bagging them? No, I'm not bagging yeah, them. I'm just are. saying they were never, no, no, never going to beat New Zealand and Australia. You are indirectly Australia. bagging them. That is what you are doing. <laughs> Samoa, I want to apologise for my co-host, Scott Sattler. I think you're a good side. and just I know they're a good right. side, but just they're never going to compete mate, with New Zealand and Australia. They look they? better on paper than the World Cup side. <laughs> That made the grand final. That made the final last year. Uh, Rightio. Now, um, <laughs> strange contract clauses. Mm. And, and where am I going with this? I read a story today. I want one in my SEN contract. Yeah. <laughs> if, I have to, if I deal with this again, I'm out. Bullying, <laughs> bullying in the workplace. Now, there's a college in, in America, and the father is the coach of this college football side, and his son, the father is Kurt. The son is Brian. He's part of the team, part of the attacking. Mm. He's attacking coordinator coach, and he's had all these complaints against offensive him. coordinator. They Offense, call them. Yeah. What do I say? The, uh, attacking Attack, coordinator. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he's had all these uh, complaints made about him. So they're saying nepotism at his best. So the father's put a clause in his contract that's basically really easy to achieve for him to get a new contract mm. at his college. It's basically to score twenty five points per game on average. Yeah. Across thirteen games, apparently statistically quite easy to do. Well, they're six games 
into the season and they're only at a, a 156 points. They've got to score like 30-odd points per game for him to get a new contract. There's a lot of people hoping that he doesn't get to that. Yeah, I, I will say in American sports, you know, particularly in the college system, yeah. there's a lot of sons come into the like – the dad will be a head coach and sons will be in there. And I mean, it happens in the, in the pros as well. But um, I mean, Bill Belichick's son works at – at the Patriots. Oh, does he really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So some of the weird clauses. Now that's a weird clause. That's a that's a pretty achievable clause when you look at NFL and statistics for more reports. And I've been doing a little bit of reading today about some of the weird clauses. And this is also on the back of, I suppose. And you're going to talk about this in three burning questions about mm. about the Curry knockout and and uh, and the boxing that was on two weeks ago with the rugby league players. Yeah, there's some some comments from Michael Clark. Yeah, so yeah. And we don't know whether some of the, the Indigenous players have this in their contract that they're allowed to play in the Koori knockout, and they may have it, but some strange clauses that you've heard of in contracts. Now, I remember when we were at the Panthers, you weren't allowed to go snow skiing. No, mate, that, uh, that, was, that was in my contract too, and I snuck off and did it once and got in a lot of trouble. <gasps> Found out. Mm. Who was the snitch? I don't know. Does he run with Dean Priester? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, it, it, um, I, it was after a semi-final in 95, I think we played, or 96 maybe, we played the, we played at Parramatta Stadium against the West Magpies. Yeah. We won the game. I snuck off into a mate's car and we went straight down to the snow. Um, and I think someone saw me on the slopes, reported it back. I got back on the Monday for, for training and um, what, probably what didn't help is what I didn't, I, I wore ski goggles. <laughs> And when I came back, I had a really red face <laughs> with two big white patches around my eyes. Am I give it away? It's <laughs> like, so, did you go skiing? Um, no, nah, snorkeling. No, no. no was, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Matty Adamson, he actually, he did his knee, needed knee reconstruction. So they yep. said, no more snow skiing. Mm. Um, I know that for the love of the game clause, Michael Jordan used to have a for love of the game clause, which meant he was allowed to play basketball wherever and whenever he wanted to, mm. away from the Bulls. Uh, not many people got that. I, I know that there was also one... Uh, for Jack Nicholson, who's a mad LA Lakers. He's yep. got the best seat in the house. He's got the courtside seats. And when he was an actor, well, he still is an actor, but in some of the, the big films, especially the one when he was filming Batman, he negotiated a condition that he was allowed extra time off filming. So he always promised he'd never, ever miss a home game of the LA Lakers. So if a game fell on the night that they were shooting, he didn't have to shoot. He had to go to the game. Mm, shoot He'll, something else without me. Yeah. <laughs> Weird <laughs> was, he was a joker. Wasn't it? No, he was... Was he the Joker? No, Penguin. Jack Nicholson. He was the Penguin, wasn't he? No. Zero four no. five seven seven three six seven three. I'm pretty sure Jack Nicholson played the original Joker. Did he? Well, mm. That would make sense. Yeah, well, yeah. I thought he was the Penguin. Anyway, our listeners will know. That was Danny DeVito. This. <laughs> what about Tino? Yeah, are you salty? What about Tino and Fafita? Their clauses in the Titans yeah, contract. Yeah, that was. Yeah, but that was a strange know. one. What was that? Well, if if Holbrook left, they could. Oh yeah. Well, there's some strange. I mean, we've seen that over the years that those clauses have been put into contracts. I mean, that worked in their favour. I, I can't believe the Titans allowed it, but that worked in their favour. And there's 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 plenty of clauses, whether it's actors, whether it's sportsmen or women, whatever it may be, that have that have been involved in. What are you laughing at, Rat? Just a text from Brisbane Eel, gents. I would have thought if they did a sports day movie, I don't know. I'm, it must be because you were just talking about movies. Rat would be played by Bradley Cooper. I'm, li I'm liking no. your Brisbane Eels. Sad. <laughs> Sats by Steve Carell. No, he's got a massive what? pokey nose. I love lamp. <laughs> and Jason by Kevin James. Yep, yep, I'm seeing that. I'm seeing that. 
<laughs> oh, that's good, Brisbane Hills, to kick off the show. Well done. We've also got a prize. We have a pass for you. Three mates, even if you don't have three mates, find them somewhere to the Golden Eagle at Rose Hill Gardens on Saturday, Whoa. 4th of November. So you've got to listen out for the cue to call. First caller wins the four tickets. Now, the song is Daddy Vax. What's this? And what's Eagle. the song? Eagle. Eagle. I've never heard this version of Eagle. Mm. So Satu, Bandana, Bender, Danny DeVito was the penguin. Jack Nicholson was the two-faced joker. Yes, I knew. Zero five five. Danny DeVito was the penguin. Oh, you were serious about Danny DeVito? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, was, hey, just, yeah. just, just on that talky. Yep. Why don't we ask the listeners what get-out clause would they make up for a player or a coach too? Could be your could be your club, and you're not happy at the moment. Yeah. What clause do you want in one of your players or your coach's mm. contract? Well, mm. well, Cam says here Tim Brusher did his knee while at the Cowboys and told told the club he fell off a ladder. He was actually dirt bike riding with a friend of mine <laughs> at the time. He had to keep it had quiet. to keep it. Cheers, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Timmy Brusher. Uh, on the show tonight, we mentioned we had a great we've got a great guest tonight. Rugby league great Paul Sirenen is going to join us on Sports mm. Day. We're just going to talk about life. What's he doing at the moment? He's got a big move. You know, Ciro's like, he's like your happy grandfather. Yeah. You know? like just... Do you know, after the 2013 grand final and really good friends with Blocker and, yeah. and Ciro, and Blocker said, come back, let's go and have a few beers at, at home. So we went back to his house and his lovely wife, Kath, you know, she cooked a meal and yeah. it was late at night. It was about 11 o'clock at night by the time we got back there and, and Ciro was there and the last image I had of Ciro that night was on the, you know, the ottoman? Yep. In the middle of the lounge room at mm. Blocker's house and Ciro, the big frame, his knees on the ground, his torso over the ottoman and his arms on the other side, sound asleep. <laughs> just just, just like a turtle. He, he's sound <laughs> asleep, he was. Oh, he's a great man. So he's going to join oh, us very yeah. soon on Sports Day. Three burning questions with Daddy Fass and also That's Ridiculous. Come on, that's ridiculous. I'm going to throw an early one in here. Mm. Now, young Samuela Fainu, who's both he and his brother have signed with the West Tigers from Manly. Yep. He's a very promising front rower. He switched seats in an attempt to get out of a latest charge on in a driving record, which a judge slammed as appalling. So mm. seven speeding offences and three counts of driving while disqualified or suspended in the short few years he spent behind the wheel. Like he's only 19 or 20. Can I tell you, Sats, that, yeah. that, that's, that is the biggest issue with, with young footy players. Um, that I worry about is like a kid will lose his license and they can't get the trainer and they just think, oh, I'll just drive. They get done again and oh, it's just, it's shocking. But it's, it's made seven times um, and, and caught three times. While it was caught. Yeah, that is ridiculous. I've, you know what, I've, I've seen him carrying like a bit of a knob at times during games and you know, reports out of uh, after the Queensland, New South Wales. <laughs> That's a, it's a nice term. Yeah. He's, a bit of a knob. He's got to clean up a few things in his life. Yeah. Not only off the field, but just the way that he reacts well, to certain what situations. What I will say, Sats, and look, you know, when we come into He'll the game. He'll get a wing and slap him one day. <laughs> when we get into the game, you, you're, so, you're young and you're excited. And, you know, you, I'm very grateful for the game of rugby league. Mm. There, there are a lot of good people in the game. And I was around it long enough. I, I, was, I played it for long enough that I had the opportunity to grow up in it. And, um, you know. Taught me a lot of lot of things. Met a lot of great people. Hopefully, Sammy he, he's 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 around long enough that he can 
you know, get the advice of good people and he can. He yeah, can absolutely, because he is a, mm. an outstanding young player, front row, big man too. What about this? For that's ridiculous. Ange Postacoglu, mm. Tottenham on top of the EPL, and now after nine rounds, accumulated the most amount of points, which he's broken a record. I don't think he can have a stat for that as well, but he beat Gus Hiddink, who was the the top of the table there before. Aussie Gus. Yeah, only twenty nine games to go. You know, just because I'm grumpy doesn't mean everyone else has to be. You know, the supporters, um, you know, supporters need to enjoy this. Uh, they're a big part of sort of what we've created so far. This is you know, our fourth home game, and they've played a, a massive role in creating a great energy within the stadium, and you know, and, and that helps us, and you know, makes it difficult for opposition. So, you know, they're a big part of sort of what we're trying to create here. Pretty yes. amazing, isn't it? Like you, yep. nine games in, seven wins, two draws, undefeated. Yep. Um, I think they're two points clear at the top of the ladder. Yeah, 29 uh, games to go, as we said. It was insane, a 38 game season. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, how difficult would it be to be a football manager slash coach when you've got so many different cultures and languages that how you get your message across, I don't know. Mm. I don't know, but he must be doing an outstanding job. Now, we've got the good oil here. Thanks on Sports Day. Cobram Estate, premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. And devastating news, of course, for Bulldogs fans. Young gun Kyle Oluwapu, I should say. Looks like he's going to miss the whole 2024 season. Immediate neck surgery, Rat. Mm. Mm. Yeah, look, it's obviously very serious. Um, it's and, and, and to be out for a whole year. Um, and Look, let's just hope he gets through this surgery and, he, and he's healthy. Yep. And, um, you know, you know when, you, when you're messing with your neck, you know, probably shouldn't be worrying too much about football at this stage. Just... Get, get that right and, and see where you stand. But if there's any risk of, of any, any further damage or, or, or anything in, in the short term, then, yeah, you, you just got to sit a, a year out. He's got, he's got time on his side sets. He's, he's got years. I had neck surgery many years ago. Um, it, was, it was the year before my, period, my last season. I had a couple of options for the surgery, and I, and I, and I took an option that was a disc replacement in my, in my um, C5, C6, and... I was actually back playing in six weeks, um, like back doing full contact in six weeks. So yep. if I, had I had the fusion surgery, I would have been out for about six months. So um, there are different options that they can do. And, and I don't know the, the depth of, of injury that, that young Carl suffered, but it is a real shame because, you know, I, I love following these guys through that second year, see so yeah. how they sort of bounced back yeah. after that first year. Well, he's a $500,000 transfer fee from the Broncos. He's... He's been paid on potential, and he is a he's an outstanding young player. And like you said, I mean, the only positive to come out of this at the moment is he's young and the ability to recover from mm. it and play a lot more rug- rugby league. So yeah, look, yeah, let's just hope and pray that he, he bounces back out of this well. And yeah, it, it'll be it'll be sad if he has to miss the entire season. But you know, who knows? Modern medicine nowadays, you may see him. Salary cap relief will be the next one for him. Do they get salary cap relief? Do they have, you, have the ability to loan players? I, I think if he's clubs? done this playing in a rep jersey, I, I think I think the, the club should get salary cap relief instantly. Mm. If, you know, for the amount of time that he's out. Yeah, I mean, he's he's, he's trying to build the game, you know, trying to promote you know, the game on the international level. Um, yeah, I, I think he, I think the club deserves it. Yeah, I think that'll be the next the next argument. Uh, of course, we've got the Kangaroos that play New Zealand on Saturday night. We'll touch on that very, very soon. An exciting debutante in that game, and that was for Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested, first cold-pressed in northern Victoria. Let's get to a break on the other side. Daddy Vass, three burning questions.
the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia, train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah. Yes. Oh, mate, this is embarrassing. This is this is my karaoke song. Escape Club. Yeah. Wild, Wild West. Yeah. 47 oh, dead beats. Oh, mate. You, my, yeah, you've <laughs> just gone down in my estimation. Uh, before we get to three burning <laughs> questions with Daddy Vass, Worm and the Vasculator. If common knowledge, it's common knowledge that Radis couldn't tip dry dog crap off a shovel. I mean, Samoa in the footy is just one glaring example. With that in mind, there would be a lot of trainers and jockeys nervously awaiting what Radis is tipping in the Melbourne Cup. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're terrible. Well, Tommy from Sydney says, to get closure, I think Rad has to admit his mistake on Samoa and not be like Fonzie and just say that he was... I can't say it. Thanks, Tommy. Okay, listen. I was just trying to... I was excited about it. Pumping up the Pacific Pump, Championships. Yeah. And I, look, they've got a good squad. They, the, that's, the, that's the important word. They've got a good squad. They've got a very good squad. They yeah. Just, they just good coach know. too and Benny yeah. Gardner, I've got uh, to say. I'll tell you what, um, no Jerome Luai. See, no, no not, not having that experience He's in the He's the middle. heartbeat of the side. Mm. Boys, Woogie would have to be played by Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield. No, he's not that funny. Uh, John Candy. Mm. Yeah. Or Paddy Welsh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, John. I'd say John Candy. Yeah, absolutely. What's your favourite John Candy movie? Planes, Trains, Automobiles. Have you seen it? Oh, my favourite John Candy movie. Um, oh, mate, there's there's a lot. There's a lot. But he was in Bru- Brewster's Millions. I think he was in with Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, I love that as a kid. Okay, Daddy Vass, this is where you shine. Toolkit Depot brings us the three burning questions: tools, equipment, safety gear, and more importantly, work where as well. What do you got for us? Boys, should NRL players be allowed to play other sports during the off-season or tournaments? Now, this comes off the back of Michael Clark's comments. Yeah. He's come out on radio yesterday and compared the players who played in the Koorai knockout. Koorai. Koorai knockout. Mm-hmm. To uh, international cricket, should they be allowed to go back to club cricket? He agrees. So what are your thoughts? So what is he comparing club cricket to the Koorai knockout? To the Koori knockout. He thinks that, you know, if international players can go back and play club cricket, he then Josh Cummins, Adekar and... He used Pat Cummins as an example, mm. going back and playing for his, mm. his club of Penrith. Mm. But, well, club cricket is, well, they're both brutal sports in a different way, aren't they, really? I mean, you're getting a ball bowled at you at 150k an hour and could hit you in the head, neck, whatever it may be, but... Club cricket is part of the process. It's part of the process of cricket. It's, you know, if you come back from an injury, you play club cricket and then you make your way up to state level and you make your way into the Australian side if you are an Australian player. So I don't think it's the same comparison because, like I said, it's you part of the think. cycle. It's part of the cycle. <laughs> club cricket is part of the cycle. Yeah. So, mm. But to go and play in the Koori knockout, I think, is it's fraught with danger because you're dealing with million-dollar players who all it takes is a, a pothole a uh, stray player, a uh, crusher tackle, whatever it may be. And I'll use Latrell as an example because he's the easiest one to use as an example and because he's the highest paid player. They're playing in the Curry knockout. But, you know, if he does a knee or a 
or an ankle, whatever it may be, and South Sydney miss the finals next year, sponsors fall away, members don't rejoin, fans get fed up. So there's there more. I think we're, I think the RLPA, the NRL, and clubs are a little bit too sensitive to say no to the Curry knockout because mm. it is, you know, they they will be labelled as as prejudice. Now, I don't. I I I, just, I really don't think Michael Clark has thought this statement through at all, uh, or he's been smoking the devil's lettuce and he's just a bit off tap. He's <laughs> just like, because it, it is so different. Like like you say, it's a part of the process. That this is. If you're not playing for Australia, you're playing for your NRL club. You don't play for Australia if you don't have an NRL club. And that NRL club's got a feeder club, and it's all a part of one system. And that you are a, a you are so important to that system if mm. you're an Australian player to to risk that. And I'll go as far to say boxing too. So it's not, I can't believe that we've got current NRL players getting in a ring and trying to punch the crap out as of much each as, other. As much as I enjoy watching I enjoy it, it too, but it just still blows my mind. Yeah, there's going to be a time when the NRL are saying, we, we can't have that. We, we can't have it. So, um, yeah, it's I've, the short answer is no. They, they shouldn't be allowed to play. Where do we draw the line? Let's say the, the NRL put together an Oztag competition. No, I, I think with the Koori knockout, for example, mm. I think your, your Latrells and your Josh Adokars and your Cody Walkers, be coaches of the teams. Mm. Make them get their coaching accreditation and coach the the Koori knockout teams, or be trainers, get their trainers accreditation, and mm. and be trainers for and be present on the day, and still have the fans and be part of the, you know, the community there. I think, I think you're you're, you're saving, you're protecting your asset. Yeah. So I yeah, it's risky. Mm. <laughs> My son just texted. He goes, sorry, I didn't realise you're on the radio. Was that Sats and Darth Vader? <laughs> 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 Princess Leia. Oh my God. Uh, what's yeah. your second one? Uh, do you agree with Mal Meninga's decision to rest Tino and Payne Haas? Okay, so let's we'll look at the teams for this game on Saturday really quickly. So he's rested Liam Martin, jersey number 18. Selwyn Cobb number 19. He's going to be in that race for the Val Holmes. Mm. And then Position, Tino yeah. and Payne Haas have been rested. They're not, they're not named to play at the moment. Nico Hines is going to make his debut. Congratulations. Good things happen to good people. Can we quickly um, just read that yeah. side out? Yeah, I, I, to agree, I agree with you. I think, I think he needs to rest them. Go. Yeah, yeah. Tedesco. Yep. Edwards, Fido, Tabuai Fido, Tony Staggs, Val Holmes, Ken Munster, Daly Shervins, Jake Trojevich, Ben Hunt, Tommy Flegler, Ken Murray, Ruben Cotter, Azaya. That's the starting thirteen. Then you have got Harry Grant, Lindsay Collins, Patrick Carrigan, Nico Hines on the bench, and on and the, they're resting players. On the yeah, and on the flip <laughs> side right. of that. Michael Maguire is just going straight through the front door. Yeah, he's, he's named, named Kieran, strongest his main Kieran Foran at, at number nine. He was on the bench last week, but pretty much a full-strength side just to send a shot over the bow. Mm. Well, yeah. No, I mean, this is it. I mean, they can beat Australia um, you know, any, uh, on any given day, but I, I just don't think they can beat them twice. Mm. So the fact that we've rested a few players, they've, put, they've got a strong outfit out there they can come out. If they, if they beat us, I, I just I think... It probably even makes us a stronger favourite for the final. Mm. Two pretty strong teams, hey, mm. Sats? Can I say, I think Samoa will win it. That's my bold <laughs> prediction. Oh, mate. I am going to stab you with this pen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last question. Uh, all right. Um, Rat, who will win the World Cup, the Rugby World Cup? Mm. New Zealand or South Africa? Okay, Paul from New Zealand is texting. Mm. 792, ending in 792. G'day, Rat. What's your tip for the 2023 Melbourne Cup? Don't have one yet. Okay. What a nuisance. Um, Rugby World Cup? Uh, I think New Zealand win it. 
New Zealand. Yeah, I, 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 just watching. They got a lot of points. Yeah, in them, haven't they? Well, I mean, even in South Africa's quarterfinal win, it, the, their tries were very opportunistic. It, it wasn't built off a lot of good structured play. Mm. Um, you know, off kicks and and the like. And um, yeah, I, I think New Zealand. I think New Zealand will get them. Yeah, too many points. I think mm. too many points. That's it. Three burning questions. That's Toolkit it. Depot, everything you need under one roof. Tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear in store or online. We do have a caller. Yeah, we got Mark there. Mark yeah. Mark is on the line. How are you, Mark? Good. G'day, boys. How are you? Good. Yeah. What's happening, mate? Before we go to a break, what's uh, what's on your mind? Well, in quick, in make it quick, I'll say my favourite John Candy movie is Uncle Buck. And oh, I'll oh yes. Rugby <laughs> World Cup. Yep. But I, I reckon Matt is fully justified to feel angry, like uh, Woogie and you sat said the other night, uh, in that how mismanaged the Australian Rugby Union is right now. Because mm. I don't think the people at the top are suited to manage it because they're just a bunch of bean counters and number crunchers and accountants. And I don't see much prior experience on their resumes with regard to anybody besides Phil War. And they just haven't got any idea of how to run Australian Rugby Union to get any degree of success. And I think that they need to just, A, burn the whole thing down and start over, and B, learn how other sports are maintaining and developing success in their fields. Because New Zealand Rugby were a bit um, making the same mistake those guys are with regard to the past 20 years and not putting time and resources into grassroots uh, rugby. But mm. they are doing that again now, and it's been proven with success because New Zealand are in the grand final yeah. of the Rugby World Cup. Yeah, yeah, mate, I I, uh, I agree um, to to a to a degree. Um, the the reality of it is, it, it just seems like. Well, I think the Phil War appointment, and and you know, I will say that he is a friend of mine. Uh, he's he's fairly new to the position, and he's sort no, of but trying, he's made some tough decisions yeah. in the private sector for a number of years. He has, and he so, and he's and he's trying to get yeah. the landscape and just sort of really understand what we need from the inside. You know, when on the outside, you think you know it all. Well, we we don't know it all. Yeah. Um, but what, what I will say is, it just seems like, and from from what I've, you know, what I've heard, is it seems like you know, in in over the last few years it's if the if the idea hasn't come from within then they're not interested yeah and that that frustrates me when when you look at the growth of you know rugby on a global scale and what it's doing and you know even our neighbors new zealand how strong they are um you think we could learn from some of those yeah things. we've got to catch up mm. hey sats great to hear darren lockyer on tonight Pitsy. <laughs> uh, thanks for your call also mark uh some sh- pretty strong words there as well stick around listeners on the other side of the break we've got Paul Sirenen joining us on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. As Balmain play it back for Elias. Short blindside, they've got some room. Courier's quick. Gets the kick in over the head of Belcher. Bouncing and Grant's there. He passes infield for Courier. This will be incredible. Surinan charging, charging. They won't stop him. What a try. What a rugby league try in a grand final.
One of the great tries, one of the great calls, actually, from Graham Hughes mm. in that 1989 grand final. Not a great memory, of course, the, oh, the outcome for our, our very special guest. Now, on the back of the listeners asking last week, we asked them who they want to listen to, who, they want to, who do I want us to interview through spring and summer. So here is the first request, and that man is former Balmain legend Paul Sirenan. How are you, Ciro? Yeah, hello, boys. Lovely to speak to you, and uh, I'd like to thank those two people for voting for me. Now, come on, or... Now, now so a few the, bucks. Well, I'll send you their numbers, zero. Yeah, off air, off <laughs> air. We said, hey, "How are you going? What, what, what are you doing?" And you said, what, "What are you doing? You're just sitting down, just preparing. What do you got on the barbecue?" Uh, well, I've got a, a little butterfly piece of lamb, mate. I'm, I, I am a battler, but this is a very special, special occasion, mate. I've I've had both the boys at home at the moment. So oh wow! Come over to New Zealand, and I've got Curtis uh, Curtis home from the UK for a couple of weeks as well. So I thought. I better shout one night for dinner, so uh, a little piece of little piece of lamb on the barbecue, mate, which is nice. Beautiful. What what's your standard on the barbecue? What's your go to? Is it is obviously butterfly lamb? That's uh, that's when you go to the top shelf. But what what are your special? What's your well, specialty? That is Matty. That is Matty. I'm just a poor old breaking down forward. I can't afford lamb too often, but uh, <laughs> I don't like that more. I've just uh, I, I, I try and try and experiment with all the uh, all the meat groups, uh, yep. unlike my. Friend S. Roach, who tends to uh, do everything well done, he just cremates. <laughs> if it's steak, steak, chicken, pork, you name it, he cremates it. Just, uh, he, Need to back your car over it a few times to tender it up. Oh, right. <laughs> it would be a good speed bump, actually. But, uh, no, mate, yeah, no, I, I, I do enjoy barbecue, which, nice. is, which is nice for the family. Hey, Ciro, that must be great having the two boys at home. It doesn't happen often, does it? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're a bit squishy at the moment, mate. So we've got boys becoming sort of tic-tacking, we're, uh, we're really between a, a bit of a move, but I, I think I spoke to you, Maddie, and I said, I'm, I'm heading up your way, boys, so yep. I'm going to be a, a bit of a local up on the north coast next year, mate. I'll, I'll be up around Lennox Head, Lennox Head living up there, mate, so I've decided to sort of bite the bullet and head that way, so um, yeah, I've got the boys, so we're in a rented apartment at the moment in Sydney, so I've got I'm knee-high with luggage suitcases with, with blokes coming in and out, so, <laughs> but it's all it's all nice to get the boys back together. So I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you when you're going to move to Lennox Head. I knew it was on the cards because our very good friend, Big Blocky, who you mentioned, he gave you morning walks with. Now, now who's going to struggle more not having the other around? Is it going to be you or Big Blocky? <laughs> Blue. <laughs> I think. No, I, <laughs> I, uh, oh, no, I'll miss you, mate. Terribly. Terribly. Will there be an emotional farewell? Oh. <laughs> He loves to cry, the big fella. Uh, it could be a bit of, a bit of, and mate, I'm the same. As you get older, you blacks will understand. As you get older, you'll get, you got more emotional. I, I cry at TV ads now. <laughs> things on, things on Instagram and tear up, and well, I think, what the hell am I doing? Oh. But I know. But I'll, I'll, I'll be able to FaceTime him. My, my walks down there, down the beach there at Lennox, mate. I'm sure I'll, I'll get him up and pan around to the beach, and he'll be plotting around Putney or Rye wherever he is. So uh, anyway, hey. I, I know he's got the. Uh, the right end of the stick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Sarah, I'm, 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 we're just in the studio and on the TV at the moment, the American football's playing. How, do, you, do you still follow the American football? Oh, not not really, Matty. I, I, I kind of had a bit more of an interest, you know, several years ago, but yeah. like, like most, like most Aussie blokes who, a lot of blokes I know love a multi on the, the NFL in the different sort of sports, <laughs> yeah. but I, uh, mate, I'll, 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 the occasional, I mean, the boys put it on too. They, they subscribe to all the, 
know, all the stations that have that, mate. So I'll, if, I'll, if I'm not doing too much, mate, I'll jump down and watch a couple of quarters. And, you yeah. know, it's, uh, they're, they're some amazing athletes, mate. They, oh, uh, phenomenal. They're incredible. And, 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 and seeing it firsthand, like even... Even 30 years ago, what blokes could do, those college college guys could do, what they could lift and run yeah. and sprint and do all that sort of stuff. And like incredible athletes, mate. And, yeah. and I know, I know that they'll uh, they'll certainly enjoy us us going over to Vegas and having a game. Yeah, that'll be no pads, no helmet. They think we're mad. So, mate, are you going to get over there? What's well, funny you should mention that actually, <laughs> Matt? Because I myself had surprise, surprise, blocky, and uh, the great. Alfred Langer. Really. Well, mate. Through, through, through the smartest blokes go around here. It'll be nice, yeah. Now, this year, the, the New Zealand Warriors and Son Bailey, they made a fantastic season. You, you must have been proud of his contributions. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, Matt. Look, he, he, he's had a couple of, you know, a couple of lean seasons there. The Warriors boys, you know, living during COVID, living out of. New Zealand and a whole whole heap of different things, mate. So just to see them sort of thrive under under um, under a mate of mine, Andrew Webster. Mm. Webster's an old, old, old Balmain fellow, mate. Came through our Balmain Junior League and did, did a great job. He coached coached at the, at, at the Tigers too um, several years ago in the our junior rep program. So he's just to see what he's done, mate. He, he but he got them playing for each other. I mean, it was always there, and he brought the best out in. Yeah, the likes of, of, of Sean Johnson and Bertini mm. Zelezniak too, mate. But uh, yeah, I was, I was really, really pleased with Bay too. He had, had a bit of a contribution off the bench there most weeks, which was which was nice for him. And you know, they they were, they were pretty close. You know, one game from a grand finals is it, a pretty good season when you look back on it. Now, I had to play a few roles actually. When we'd interview the Warriors players, we asked one teammate that could get up and do a comic relief and keep everyone entertained. Every New Zealand Warriors player, including Andrew Webster, said. Bailey was the man to keep everyone to keep everyone <laughs> laughing. Now Curtis, he's at St Helens. Is, is he is he enjoying his time yeah. over there? It, well, he is, mate. He just he just resigned, so he had um, mate, had a great season his, his first year last year, boys. Yep. Obviously, winning the premiership, but this year this year they kind of they kind of had a bit of a they, they won that World Club Challenge early in the year, and, and they, had, they had a bit of a hangover from the back of that, mate. They had a couple of injuries and. Curtis included, he had a bloody Richard run with a hamstring, mate, which you, you blokes know if you, you mm. don't get it right first time, he, he kind of struggled for, for a couple of months with that. But, um, yeah, they just weren't they weren't good enough, mate. They, they, were, they, they were just a little bit off this year, off the pace. And, you know, Wigan were probably the side to beat. And, you know, it, 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 it showed they, you know, they, they got the cookies against Catalans there the other week, mate, which was a pretty dour sort of game, unfortunately. It wasn't a fluke. You know, free-flowing sort of spectacle, which to, to, to promote the game, but um, yeah, 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 the French have really sort of bought in too, which is which is nice, and it's nice that Bailey's going over there now too, so he'll, uh, mm. he'll be part of that part of the club there for the next couple of years. Yeah, good stuff. Now you went on three kangaroo tours, '86, '90, '94. '94 was sort of the officially the last ever kangaroo tour, but we we keep hearing about a story, Sarah. In 1990, it was the big men versus little men. It was a fight on the side of the road. Now, is that a is that an urban myth or did that actually happen? No, no, it, it it's it was part of the tour. Like you know, you had <laughs> X amount of games, X amount of games on tour. You stayed here, you stayed here. Big men versus little men, rumble in the jungle. So that was that, that was a part of the tour. Um, and it, it went. I, I think it, it it certainly happened in '86 because I got attacked by like, Terry Lamb and Sterling <laughs> and a couple other blokes too. And come I was, up to your knees. Know, what the hell? <laughs> I didn't know what the hell was going on. Well, like, 
full of all the French beer too, so it was. <laughs> but uh, mate, 1990 was hilarious. Um, Spud Carroll seemed to be a bit of a target of, of a few of the, you know, Alf and the Walters boys and, and whatnot too. So Spud copped a bit and got, got you know, Kung Fu and KO and attack blacks dropping out. Blake's dropping out of trees attacking him, but uh, <laughs> no, no, it was uh, it was a chance to square up with Blake's that you were, you know, annoyed you a little bit across the tour, and probably not the smartest thing to do to be honest when you look back at it. But mate, 30, 35 a year ago, that was it was, it was a free for all, mate. So it was uh, yeah. it was good fun. But I, I I kind of sat back on the sideline, had a beer, and just just cheered on the big men who who got hammered by the little blacks, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's fun, mate. Uh, on those tours, you, you have a favourite, or you have a tourist from another club, like one another player from another club that you seem to really connect with and and enjoy their company. Uh, mate, I, I, I think, well, mate, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's like who's, who's your favourite kid, mate? To be honest, yeah, yeah. I was dead. I was dead. Two, two, two dozen of them, mate. I, I, I loved. I, I absolutely loved going on tour with the Australian side, and um, you know, I just. You know, laugh, just it was a laugh a minute, but certainly the little the Brisbane connection were were good value. Alf and Kevy and, mm. and those blokes and um, young F B B Fittler, B Fittler and the Penrith boys mm-hmm. in '90, and and then uh, yeah yeah I mean big big Mal was a constant across all those tours as well. Obviously <laughs> yeah. he went in '82 as well, big George. So um, no one no one tried to take him on, but uh, no look what mate, I, I, you know, I mean. Uh, Block and Lazo were an item in, in 1990. I thought it was on the out of there, but uh, <laughs> the, the big the big fellas looked after each other. But it was just you know you guys know too. You've been on football trips and they uh, what well, as you know what happens on tour is best left on tour. So <laughs> uh, suffice to say we had a great time when when the opportunity came up. And um, it's funny when you look back now, you know when you're a little bit older and more mature and. <laughs> a little less hair, you just think, geez, geez, that wonderful times. And and the boys these days still have, I, I, I know they still have a little bit of fun, but c- c- certainly not to the extent where, you know, where you, there's, you know, no, t- no phones and cameras and those sort of things. Thank God for that. Yeah. Back, you know, back in those days. So, but, uh, no, they're a little bit more sensible these days, I think. Now, before we let you go, Ciro, it's been great that you took time out um, to, to uh, have a chat to us. Now, Blocky's told us a story about, was it a, he couldn't find anywhere to have a beer, so he went to a squash club. And there's a couple of locals just decided to heckle the the bigger guys. Didn't, didn't with Blocky got he he teed off. Didn't he? Did he actually? He hit Bozo as well, didn't he? Oh, it's a, it was an indoor cricket centre. So <laughs> you got to get it right. The famous indoor cricket centre in 1990. Yes, yeah, so, yes. Yeah, so you could say that he he, he missed time to. A strike at a at a at a local Englishman and bounced off and hit, hit, I think it hit Laurie and Bozo to be honest. But, <laughs> but the funniest thing, the funniest thing you've ever seen. So so blocks char, charge across across his uh, foyer, this carpeted area, which at that time was quite was soaked in beer. And Laurie was holding onto his back of his pants like water skiing behind him, trying to try, trying to slow the big fella down, but. He tried to leap over the bar. I sort of got to it and got one leg up, and he couldn't. Well, couldn't get his leg over, unfortunately. But, uh, which is, which is probably a good thing. It saved, I think it saved a couple of pommy blokes. So um, it was, uh, no, it was. 
yeah, yeah, one of those things that we, we, we probably let it, things got out of hand a little bit, <laughs> but uh, in the end, no harm done. So, <laughs> oh. Oh, well. yeah, great sports, Sarah. Hey, um, thank you very much, mate, for, for taking time out to, to catch up with us and the listeners. Hope you have a great spring and summer break, and hope the move to, to Lennox Head goes really smoothly. Thank you, boys, and I'll uh, I'll look forward to you coming down and chatting me a meal down at the Lennox Bowling Club or pub at some stage. Oh, or, mate, we'll happy to. A little catch-up. Have to. Yeah, that'll, that'll be fun. Well, I know you've got some fond, fond memories from Lennox too, Matty, growing oh, up. Sure you've got some special times there, so, yeah, sure beautiful do. stuff. Good All stuff. All right, boys, thanks for great talking to you. Have a great summer. See you, boys. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show as we finish the first hour. And yes, Ciro, he's a favourite every time you... Fortunate enough to come across him. We've got Tommy saying, boys, uh, superb acting from Roy, Ciro and Roy. He seems like uh, the greatest bloke ever. Great interview with Ciro, Muzz says. What a player and even better bloke. Paul Siren and Greg from Campbelltown. Sounds like the greatest bloke ever to have a beer with. He is, Greg. Mm. He's one of the greatest guys of all time. And Sporty Gav says he's my favourite player growing up. How good were the Balmain Tigers back then? Yeah, they were. He was a he was a unit, wasn't he? How oh, big was he? Big and Just fast. mobile, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Nath, uh, Nath says, hey, boys, just going off my story, I got caught doing something that I wasn't meant to be doing because I had yep. goggle marks and got, got snow skiing. Snow skiing. It, yeah. yeah. says, hey, boys, going off that story. One night I was in Byron Bay and was helping a mate move in and was supposed to stay and have a quiet one, but ended up at the Knights-Brisbane match and happened to have a Knights jumper on that gave, and they zoomed in on him. And his missus grounded him from golf, from, <laughs> from golf and Saturday bets for a month. <laughs> Oh, I've heard a few oh. of those stories. Boys, all young players should listen to the James Graham chat with Todd Carney. Just recently, outstanding chat with lots of lessons. Yeah, I, I've listened to part of that. Yeah, it's good. We interviewed Toddy Carney last year, and he was, you know, he's quite raw and, and when he looks I, back I, on his life. But he's gone through another struggle for, he's been clean and sober for the last seven months. Yeah, yeah he's doing really and well. And I see Toddy quite regularly, actually, mm. and he's he's in a really good space. Yeah, it's a really good interview. Um, the buy round, isn't it? Yeah. James Graham. Mother said Burgess Meredith was the original penguin and Cesar Romero was the original Joker. Thanks for that, Mother. Yeah, well uh, done. Stick around uh, after the first hour. We are going to do That's Ridiculous. Also, Golden Eagle tickets for you and three mates. The Sats, Rat, Daddy Vass, Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Yes, it is. Sports Day Sats and Rat for a Tuesday night. Uh, thanks for hanging around. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome to the show. If you're on your way home, wherever you are, um, we've got 60 minutes of, hopefully, talking some sense, Rat. Or Darren Lockie, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're just joining us, Rat was at a 
Blues and Country Festival over the weekend, watching his brother Donnie play. Mm. Said you said he was outstanding. Killed it. Yeah. And you've lost your voice in the process. Yeah, singing along. Singing along to you know. How much songs. has country music changed? Like I love Garth Brooks music. was really the. Would it be fair to say he was the first recognised mm. country singer to to turn into rock? Yeah, probably. He's yeah, him and there's a few good ones back then. There's some good ones Oaken. now. Yeah, I, I, are you uh, a Luke Combs, Combs man or yeah, Luke Combs? Him, yeah, yeah. I like him. Um, Chris Stapleton. Yeah, guy Chris Stapleton. He's the. What about him with the national anthem at the? He's a gun, mate. Super Bowl he's last a, year. He's, uh, uh, they call him the one man hit machine in Nashville. <laughs> Have you guys heard of Wagon Wheel? <laughs> the great no, chocolate. They're in the biscuit section apparently. Not the biscuit. No, it's a song. <laughs> <laughs> the song. Wagon no. Wheel. Who yeah, sings who? that? Darius Tucker. Oh yeah, Darius Tucker. Yeah. Um, Do you listen to a bit of country in your yeah, day? Yeah, a little bit. Check yeah. out the Chris Is this Stapleton when you're, you're farmer's market? The, de- the, the devil made me think twice by Chris Stapleton. It's a gun song. Ah, he's, he's outstanding. Mm. Uh, welcome back to the show. As we said, if you want to get involved, 0457 736 736. And for our Kiwi listeners, double eight double three. And if you want to hear your own voice on the radio, 1300 01 1170. We know there's going to be one that will ring up very, very soon to hear his voice. He actually sent a text in earlier on. We're, here we go. G'day, Daddy Vass. It's 6.03 p.m. You had better get me on early tonight as my next-door neighbour and manager, Hoverboard Pete and Steve, and a couple of girls will be sitting on the back deck with a couple of cab Merlots listening to Paul McCartney concert because we are that close and the breeze is out to the south. Because right. he's playing in Newcastle. What? Yeah, okay. yeah so Paul McCartney. Playing at the Heritage Bank Stadium. Here I don't know whether I'd go and see him. Yeah, well, it's sort of like he's iconic, but I'm, I'm not sure I'm sort of... I'm, I'm not, I'm not grooving like I was on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Steve says, "Rat, I'm firmly in your corner with whatever you say, whether it be Samoa <laughs> or any particular UFO. I've, I've grown fond of your parabashing." Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks to our partners, Kia EV6 GT, World Performance Car of the Year, and World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. Now, keep listening for the four tickets to the Golden Eagle. Of course, that is. November 4, you're going to be listening for, and we're not going to play it, of course, because you're going to ring up, but ABBA, the song ABBA, and the song is Eagle, one three hundred zero one eleven seven. if you want to win those tickets. If you don't know what that song is, it'll just be the first ABBA song here yeah. on this show. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We had Eagle Rock on yeah. last night, right? Oh, yeah. did you? Yeah, okay. yeah. You like that one? Woogie hates it. Mm. Mm. I think he's just a pessimist. He just hates everything. You know why he hates it? Why? The, the, oh, you it. know what song? Yeah, Spa- that Space Jam "Fly Like an Eagle" song would have been good. You know the Michael Jump mm-hmm. dun, 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 that one. Oh, we'll, we'll use that tomorrow night. Yeah, tomorrow. we got more tickets tomorrow night. Yeah, Daddy Bass. Well yep. done. Good mm. stuff. Sports update. Thanks to Irrigear to save time and water. Irrigear is here now. This has only broken over the last couple of hours. Panthers have upped their offer. Rat to five eighth Jerome Luai. Take it. One point seven million for two years. Now, of course, he's got twenty twenty four to play at the Penrith Panthers. So this will probably alleviate him going to November 1. That's 850 a year on average. I'm saying, yeah, where's the dotted line? If, I, I think they potentially win next year. and Well, I mean, of course, potentially they could win next year. And I, I think they've still got a very a, a very good side and they could, they could do it. Um, they're going to have some challenges, of course. But the opportunity to, to be a part of something just so unique. Um, and he's not... I mean, what's he going to give up? One hundred and fifty grand a year for the for the for the chance of yeah. So I've, when we when I've we, given up a lot more for a lot less. So in twenty years' time, when we're talking about, and we do this on this show, 
what are some of the great combinations in rugby mm. league over there? And you, straight away you think, Steve, don't get excited here. Sterling, Sterling Kenny. Kenny. And yeah. then you go, you know, Daly Stewart. Yeah. You go, Walters Langer. We're definitely going to be talking about Luai and Cleary. Yeah. Absolutely will yeah. be. And, you, and it'd be a shame to see him break up. But yep. I, I don't think they will. No. Not, no absolutely not. not. So 1.7 million for two years. Um, I think we'll, we'll see an announcement very, very soon. I see that he got his surgery um, over the weekend, posted some stuff on social media. Yeah, visited some kids in the hospital and stuff. Yeah. Now, Tim Zhu, mm. you watched the fight last week? Didn't. No, I was away. He was brutal. Absolutely brutal against Brian Mendoza. Watch who the was, highlights. He was a very good fighter, yeah. Brian Mendoza, uh, interim world champion. Now, ESPN's uh, Mike Coppinger, who's he's one of the respected pundits, boxing pundits in the game, he said this week, there's no doubt Tim Zhu was now the real deal. Huge fights are just in the offering very soon. And if you're not a Tim Zhu bandwagon right now, if you're not on it, well, I think it's time to jump on, he says. Mm. Well, it's about that time because – He's in a real precarious state, Rat. He's in a weight category where he can't go down because he he wouldn't be able to lose the weight to go and fight your Terence Crawford or whatever. Yep. He wouldn't want to go up two or three weight categories. Fighting Canelo. Yeah, like he just wouldn't do it. No. Well, he wants to dominate where he's at, doesn't he? Like. Well, yeah, and the only thing that Jamel Sharla, who got embarrassed by Canelo grand final weekend, grand final day, is to go back, what do you know, go back to that weight category mm. and – and see whether he can dominate that again. What's this old man? What's old man? What's this guy think about the that ma- that matchup between Canelo uh, Mike Cominger? Yeah, Coppinger? yeah. He will. Yeah. He's saying, he's sort of saying what I've always believed that if they would have fought when they were meant to fight in October, maybe mm. Charlo wins just through experience, pure experience yeah. and bigger fights. Yeah, probably bigger fights. Mm. But now that he's gone and fought Canelo and he's got a few bit of scar tissue mm. mentally. That he, he believes that, that Jamel Charlot doesn't want the problem that is called Tim Zoo. Yeah, right. Just be careful what you wish for. So Tim Zoo's he, he's done enough now to if he fights uh, Charlo in Vegas, it's he's like they're like the billboard, they're like the headline act, oh, yeah, and they're filling yeah. up the stadium. Well, they'll they'll fight for all the belts. Right. So you'll be the the um, the undisputed yeah, world okay. champion, yeah. Because Jamel Charlot has all the other belts. Well, he's done everything that's been asked and probably more, Tim Zoo, hasn't he? Like yeah. He's just he's stayed busy. He's fought a lot. He's fought three times this year. Mm. That's active for a fighter. Yeah. 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 There's not too many around that he could fight, really. There's, you know, when it comes to... He's running out of people, isn't he? Big name no fights. No one's going to want to fight Well, he's, in a, he's, in, he's sort of in a category that's... There's Charlotte and then there was Mendoza, who he, he beat comprehensively. It's, it's, a, it's a real strange... You know, super welterweight, sort of mm. junior middleweight. He's he's sort of at that weight category where there's not there's no way. He, the only other fight he could get, I think, would be Errol Spence Jr., which mm. would be which would be a terrific fight. He'd have to come up Errol Spence, and that'd be a really good fight. So, yeah. yeah so it's interesting enough. One of this ESPN's Mike Coppinger, um, Timothy Bradley, who is a guy that beat Manny Pacquiao once. Yep. Um, great little fighter. He actually said to Tim Zhu, he's got concerns about Tim Zhu. He said, I don't think he's got a good enough jab Yeah, right. to fight the likes of Jamal he, he, he does sort of try to walk his opponent down like his dad did, didn't he? Like his dad would just like walk around and try to, yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't know much about boxing. I enjoy well, watching they it. They don't throw, they just don't throw haphazard punches, the zoos. Yeah, yeah. When they throw them, Man. they're quality. Yeah. Yeah, so. And all with bad intentions. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Jacob Carraz re-signs for three seasons with the Bulldogs. 
he'll remain at the club until the end of 2027. Um, he's a good player, Jacob Kraz. Yeah, right. He, he came back too early from an injury this year. and he Remember that knee injury? Yeah. yeah. He limped the last yeah. quarter of the season, didn't mm. he? Yeah, a, a healthy, um, fit Jacob Kraz I'm, I'm a very big fan of. And, you know, look, probably he's young, a little bit of inexperience, coming back a little bit too soon. But the, the club was under – the team was under pressure. He wanted to get back out there and help his mates. But he'll learn from that. And, yeah, I'm excited to see him go around again next year. Yeah. Very good player. Irrigear offers expert advice, better irrigation solutions to save time and water. Irrigear is here. That's a sports update. We love our NFL. And the game today was your 49ers. Minnesota Vikings, well, they beat the 49ers. Now, if you watch the the documentary, which is the NFL documentary, Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, Mariotta. Kirk Cousins was the Minnesota Vikings quarterback. Very likable guy. Well, he... He steered the Vikings over your team today. Yeah, he did. They were very good today. And, um, yeah, mm. it's very, very frustrating. Now, boys, let's hear some of Rat's brother's song. 081 says. Are you uh, able to get some of his his music or not? Yeah, We yeah, should play yeah. some oh, of we, it. We, uh, we got to get you. You'll be hearing about him. You'll be hearing about him soon. Oh, good. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Come on, well, Rat. I, I, Give Donnie's band a plug. I'm a fan of said music. Well, My dad I, always said there's only two types, country and or Western Canara. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, no. He's, he's very good. And I, I'm just – when he tells me to, to go hard and promote stuff, then yep. I will. But I'm not there. I can't do it yet. And I don't want to get in the way of it. And mm. um, he's doing amazing. Um, but, yeah, you, you'll certainly hear – here um, from him. Do you reckon he can do something up for Sports Day? Maybe one might, of our intros? Might write, write us a song. Yeah. yeah. yeah a sports Day mate, song. He came and played one of his songs at my place the other day. I was just like, mate, this is unbelievable. Mm. Yeah, it was, a, it was a cracker. Come on, Richard. Charlo, Charlo. Much of muchness, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, g'day, boys. What's Rat's thoughts on the conspiracy theory that Stevie Wonder isn't blind? I, I'm with him. Personally, I don't think you can trust the bloke. <laughs> <laughs> Para 2024 premieres if you're not allergic to money. Now, have you heard the story from Shaq? Yeah. Lives in the same building as, yeah, or yeah. used to as Stevie Wonder? Yeah, yeah. And really? did you, have you heard this, Daddy? No, no. Yeah, so Shaq tells a story where um, he gets in the elevator and he doesn't say anything. He just gets in and Stevie Wonder says, G'day, Diesel. <laughs> and he said, Yeah. He, I don't know whether he recognised my aftershave. He said, but mm. I didn't say anything. He said, yeah, g'day, Diesel. How you going, big man? Oh. <laughs> so, what? He's always had this. But Shaq also thinks that the earth is flat as well. Have you, have you, seen, have you seen what Shaq posted today? No. I'm going to get it up now. It's pretty funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I would not surprise me at all. Um, but, you know, uh, he... He Shaq is a funny man though. Oh, and just both he and Charles Barkley on that that NBA show. Yeah, it's outstanding. One three hundred zero one eleven seventy. We've got the chairman of the WAC Pack, Glenn, on the line. How are you, Glenn? You there? Hello. He's left you hanging. He's played a joke on you, Daddy. Wow. Glenn, wow. are you there? Well, unfortunately, Glenn. Well, we're going to get a bit of an update for you from. Sir uh, Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. Sure, yeah, I'm sure he'll ring back in. Yeah. Mm. Sure so 22 17, the Minnesota Vikings end up beating the 49ers today. Uh, catch every NFL game this season with Game Pass only on DAZN. Visit NFLGamePass.com. Now, time for this.
It's been a rough time. It's you. Oh, that's, no, that's for later. That's for later. Yeah, we'll save that one for later. Yeah. Glenn, Glenn just called in. Yeah. Here he is. Hey, Glenn, you there? Yeah, I'm here. So, How are you, boys? Yeah, Sir Paul McCartney, how's it sound? Mate, mate we, it hasn't started just yet. Yep. Anyway, it won't be too long. So we've got, we got my next-door neighbour and manager on board, Pete, standing here. The breeze is blowing from the south, so that's good for the for the uh, volume. Yeah, nice. Steve's here. We've got a couple of lovely young ladies here waiting to drink in a couple of very expensive Cab Merlots. How many glasses have and you we had can't already, boys. Glenn? Yeah. How many bottles deep are you already? Yeah, I've had a couple. <laughs> I'll, wait, I'll wait for more. <laughs> oh, what? He's actually, he's actually talking oh, some sense then. We wanted to wind him up. Yeah. Good. Can't believe you've done that. Adrian, we don't mind our NFL. Not a lot of people do. But we don't mm. mind it. I, I love like it. it. I, love, I it. love it. Absolutely. Now, we're also... Uh, we're also... Tickets for you and three mates of the Golden Eagle at Rose Hill Gardens on Saturday, 4th of November. There it is. Oh, the cue to call. Get amongst the people. Eagle from ABBA. I never heard of that song ever. <laughs> Can you think of a better song tomorrow? Yeah, sure. Please? We got it. I like Rat's yeah. recommendation. one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. Call now if you want to be at the Golden Eagle at Rose Hill, November 4. First caller gets the four tickets. Let's get to a break. That's ridiculous. After. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia E6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show for a Tuesday night. And thank you to all the callers who tried to win the tickets to the Golden Eagle at Rose Hill Gardens on Saturday, 4th of November. Tickets at theraces.com.au if you want to get some tickets. Now, tomorrow night we will have four more tickets that will be up for grabs. So uh, try again tomorrow night. But for tonight, first caller, live from Panania, just near Reesby, Shane Foster is on the line. How are you, Shane? Good, thank you, fellas. Yourselves? Yeah, really oh, well, well, really well. So you got four tickets, you and three mates, to go to Rose Hill Gardens. You, uh, you, are you Do you generally go to the races most weekends? Nah, not every weekend, but we definitely have a punt, that's for sure. Good time here to do it, mate. Spring Carnival, get out there and enjoy yourself. Yeah, I know. My, my boys are going this weekend, so it's made me a bit jealous. So I might get one back up on them. So who are you going to take? Probably me, boys. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> nice good one. stuff. Hey, congratulations. Have fun on the 4th of November, Shane. Yeah, thank you very much for that. Good stuff. What a great day. Mm. Rose Hill Gardens. Beautiful track, beautiful track. Time for this. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be, someone's got to be accountable for this. What do you got for us, Rat? Well, I've, I've got one. It was from a text earlier today yeah. from, um, from Cam. He said... Check out the New York Mets contract for Bobby Vanilla. Yep. Have you checked it out? I've checked it out. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. So, so the New York Mets signed, bought, bought out his contract. Yep. And the contract, and but the New York Mets finances were, were tied up in the Bertie Madoff finance. Yeah, those are Ponzi schemes. Ponzi they scheme. lost a heap of money. Yeah, heaps of money. So, so they couldn't pay him. So they did a deal to pay him one point two five million for twenty five years until he's 
the early 70s. Yeah. Come on, that's ridiculous. How about that? That's great. Oh, what a great man. contract. Imagine getting that as a contract. Where oh. do I sign? Oh, give it to me. Outstanding. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Thanks for that text. Mm, that's that's about different clauses in contracts. We mm. spoke about that at the top of the show. Um, well, well, the some other interesting one, ones. Yeah, the, the other one I've got, and yep. I just because I, I know you blokes have been giving it to me about this Samoa thing, but I know the missile was after me yesterday. Yeah, he was. And, and, and anyone with a laugh like this... <laughs> it's, been, it's, been a, it's been a rough time <laughs> That's ridiculous. What was Come that? on, that's ridiculous. Shouldn't be having a crack at anyone about anything. <laughs> Can we play that again? Just play that again. James Magnuson. <laughs> it's, it's, been, it's been a rough time of life. Oh, wow. That's he sounded like a motorboat. That's hilarious, the missile. Mm. Uh, some of those clauses in contracts, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Can't be killed off. No. And can never be replicated in any sort of action figure or anything like that. Wow. Yeah. Come it's on, can't, that's ridiculous. Can't be killed off. So, like, I mean, guess that, that's just going to take all the suspense out of mm. any Tom Cruise movie we ever watch from here on in now. And we the fast, know he's, yeah, exactly. He's going to survive. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Mm. It's like um, Fast and the Furious, worst movies ever made. I, I went and watched one of them, walked out about 15 minutes in. But Vin Diesel and uh, is it Jason? The three main actors. Jason Statham used to be Paul Walker. Yeah. Yep. They've all got to receive the same amount of money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I'll tell you, it's funny how um, it's it, those sort of crappy movies get sequels. Mm. I, I think it's because they're so bad, they're sort of good. They they get this cult following. <laughs> so you, know, you know, the worst one to ever get a sequel. Yep. Sharknado. I I don't come. I, I don't Hang understand anyone even went and watched it. <laughs> I know. I thought you were going to say, no, no, that's all right. No. Sharknado. Okay. Have you seen Cocaine Bear? No, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> True story. It's so good. It's, it's bad, but it's, it's, it's pro- they're probably going to, they'll probably have to make a sequel on that one. Although they can't. I started watching a doco today called, and Brooksy from one of our colleagues, yeah. he, he pointed me in the direction of this one called Last Stop in Larimer, which is a tiny little town in Northern Territory. Right. And a murder happened. Oh, well, a disappearance happens. There's only 11 people that live in the town. Yeah, right. I saw, I saw this the other day. And now it's 10. It. This guy's gone missing. There's only two episodes. Last Stop in Larimer. Is in Larimer. Yeah, right. It's really, really interesting. Like, just real Aussies. Yeah. Now, on the weekend, Killers of the Flower Moon, which is the new movie, which is Martin Scorsese. Mm-hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio. Scorsese. Isn't it Scorsese? Scorsese. And um, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, Robert De Niro. Oh, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'll give it. I do a lot of. I'll give it on a good day, five out of ten. Really? It's got all these amazing. Actors. Well, actors, but also the, you know, all the, um, the reviewers are saying it's like an eight and a half. It's three and a half hours of my life I'll never get back. You know what? I, I'm, I don't. T- I don't take a lot of. Um, I don't take a lot of. I, I don't. I don't take a lot of advice from the old critics. So I'm. A, I'm an IMDb man. That because the that movie side. buffs, they, they look at all. The, you know, they're all arty and all this. I'm like, no, no. I want it to just entertain me. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't. And I don't want to think about it. Um, yeah. It's. Um, yeah. Those critics, mate. They, they get a lot wrong, in my opinion. So, rising star. This is a, that's ridiculous as well. Min Woo Lee, well, he was tapped on the shoulder by Tiger Woods to join this new TGL Virtual Golf League. Have you heard about this, Rat? So it's got Rory McIlroy, John yeah, Rahm, yeah, yeah. Adam Scott, Stadium Golf. Yeah. So fresh off his victory, Macau Open um, over the weekend, 
Um, Minwoo Lee made the final roster for this new league. So it features 20 of the world's best players with a multi-million dollar high-tech stadium being built to host the event. In yeah. Come on, that's he, ridiculous. He, uh, he shot a 62 and 63 in his last two rounds. I can't, wait to, s- I can't wait to see this, this tournament. Yeah, in I, a stadium. it's got potential. Certainly got potential. Yeah. Um, it's interesting though, isn't it? Like, I mean, I don't want to get all political, but you know, Rory doesn't want to, you know, lives not the PGA, but you know, this is all right. We can go and, you know, hit balls into a screen yeah. and it's, it's okay. Oh, so that's what it is. It's a simulator. It's ah, simulating. okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm. Oh, what about this one? Man hires prostitute <laughs> to come to his hotel room and when he answered the door, it was his own daughter. Oh. Come on, that's ridiculous. Wow. Oh. wow. Oh, that made me feel a little bit ill, Makes then. Ill, doesn't it? Mm. Um, five, nine, six, and also Mike says Tom Cruise died in Vanilla Sky. Is that the one where he kept coming back, though? I don't know. I, I actually never saw Vanilla Sky. No. Yeah. I didn't either. So correct what me if what I'm about wrong, this? Sure this ridiculous. Yeah. That's ridiculous. A re- this reporter trying to pronounce Ange Postacoglu's name. Ange Postacoglu. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's ridiculous. Ange Pascotalu. Can you? <laughs> it's, been, it's been a rough time, mate. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> you. <laughs> mate. Oh, what is going on there? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Hey, hey Rack, can you tell us about this this kid that in the NBA, oh, the Spurs have signed? Well, can be Umber. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a Frenchman, I think. Yeah, he's yeah. French. Seven foot four. Um, Got drafted number one. He's just been playing in the preseason with the San Antonio Spurs. Shoots a three ball. Like seven foot four. Seven foot four. Now, he's got to be the tallest. He's he got to be in the league. So what, what was... Um, Shaq was seven seven foot. The Chinese... Uh, um, Yaming was Yaming. seven four. Seven yeah, seven four. four as well. Yeah, yeah. But you want to see this guy dunk and everything. Like, he's, he's very lean. Like, mm. he's, he's probably going to have to put a bit of weight on. But, gee, I tell you what, he, he made... Uh, yeah, he, he had a great game against um, the uh, the Warriors. So yep. yeah, uh, look, he, he's got a big future in the game if he can stay healthy and um, he's got yeah, handles the ball well. Great, great. I mean, seven footers don't shoot the ball generally. No, exactly. Um, but he can shoot, and uh, yeah, very impressive. So have you heard about this kid that's playing for the Bullets, Rocco Zakarski? No. So he's seven foot three. Wow. Yeah, and many many are believing that. And Where he, is he from? Well. I don't know his. I don't know. I don't know his. Back, I don't know his background, but, um, but it, it, many are believing that, and a lot of he's only seventeen years of age. Yeah, right. And a lot of the American players, instead of going to college now, they're coming, coming out, here. Yeah, 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 yeah going yeah. to Italy and those sort of comps, and then they're they're Drafted. able to go into the draft mm. instead of doing four years of college. So, yeah, there's high hopes apparently, uh, for this kid. He, his father's German. Right. He's an Olympic swimming bronze medalist. Wow. His dad and his mother's an Australian iron woman. Right, okay. A former Australian Iron Woman as well. So, um, yeah. So he's from the Sunshine Coast in Australia. So yeah, watch your space. Seven foot three rookie, Z- Rocco yeah. Zakarski, playing in the NBL uh, as well. Um, Beauty. Yeah. Quick, let's get to some of your texts. Canara Cowboy <laughs> says, "Speaking of stinkers, Kung Pao enter the fist. <laughs> so so Pao. bad. Yeah. Never watched it, Canara. There have been pretty average um, martial arts movies over the years. Oh yeah. But there are there've been some great ones too. Mm. Bloodsport. Oh, uh, Van Damme. Mm. That's based on a, a loose, like a true story. Really? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah About yeah. the guy. Chong Lee. Frank, Chong Frank Lee. Tooks. Chong yeah. Lee. Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah, yeah unreal. unreal. Gentlemen, I've been using Irrigear, one of our, oh, one nice. of our sp- 
our supporters of the show. I've been using Irrigear on my plants at home and I'm producing voluptuous females from Hoverboard Dave. Oh, nice. Nice. Now, Steve says, I've been following that Larimar story for, for a few years. That's the ABC did a bod- podcast on it. Yeah, so Last Stop Larimar. It's a really interesting documentary. It's on, it is on, um, it's on Netflix. Yeah, it, it's on one of the streaming services. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this is from um, 091. In, re- in response to us talking this morning uh, earlier about, you know, whether we our players should be able to go and play in the career knockout oh, or, crime or scene, boxing yep. or anything. Yep. Crime sense says, so surely the positive mental health benefits outweigh the negative physical consequences for our Indigenous players when it comes to the career knockout. Well, they can still play a big role. Oh, absolutely. Without physically being knocked around. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And get in, go and coach your team, get involved. Still, be a part play, of it. still have a really positive outcome yeah. by having the players yeah. attend. No, no one's, you know, trying to make life harder. It's just about you've got a job as an, a professional athlete and that's certainly needs to take priority. I've got to say, like, I, I do love the Koori knockout. I watched it, watched the broadcast of it. It's um, a great standard of rugby league, a lot of passion involved. I, I love it. I love hearing all the different regions and the different tribal names. It's, it's outstanding. It's an outstanding concept and deserves to be to be recognised mm. and, and marketed the way that it is and continue to grow because it plays a, a huge role in our in our calendar. But yeah, absolutely. I just think our NRL players can't afford to really play with it. Yeah. Uh, Adrian, like, yep. like I said, no, it's not just about that. It's like boxing and you know, yeah. all the stuff that our players are doing. You think, why are we risking our talent to do that? You know, like it's, uh, yeah, it's... Now, before we get to the break, Adrian says, I agree with Michael Clark 100%. It's giving back to the game. You can get injured at training. At home, just look at Alyssa Healy. Insurance covers it. I've got no issue with players from my club, boxing or football. I know insurance covers it, but insurance doesn't appease the fans when when you can control a situation. And what I mean by that is if you go and play in the Koori Knockout, you can control whether you play or not. You can't control the outcome. Mm. Um, so if you can control those situations, the Alyssa Healy one, attacked by a dog, she can't control that situation. Yeah. But you can control a decision to go and play in a tournament where you could possibly be injured and out for the, out for the season. So, mm. and insurance, like I said, that's great for the club, but it's no good to the fans that are wanting their teams to play in the finals. Mm. Mm. I think um, zero double eight, Canara, Canara Cowboy, Canara Cowboy yeah. says I think hoverboard Dave's growing their rare fruitless tomato trees. Yeah. <laughs> One three hundred zero one eleven seventy. Before we get to the break, Mike from Callumvale in Queensland. How are you, Mike? G'day, boys. I think I know what the missile's laugh sounds like. Um, might be going back a bit, but do you remember those guys in Revenge of the Nerds? Yes. <laughs> that laugh that, that yeah. laugh that they used to have? Yes. Or, or is it... Or <laughs> it's might have to find it. Yeah. Or is it like um, that laugh that Vossi puts on the breakfast show? Yeah, it's a little uh, bit like that, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I'll, I tell you what, we'll get Daddy Vass to try and find the Revenge of the Nerds laugh no worries. during the break. Yeah. That's awesome. Guys. Nice. Good stuff, Mike. Yeah, it's a pretty unique laugh. Uh, let's get to the break. After the break, we'll have some more rugby league news. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, 
the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. And we spoke about John Candy earlier on playing Woogie if they did a Sports Day movie. What's your favourite John Candy movie? Now, Uncle Buck, I've got to say, that's that's one of my favourites. Cool Runnings, says the steam train from Placid Hills. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, nice. Good movie. Is that the Jamaican bobsled team? That's it. Yeah. Stripes all day for John Candy. Him telling the other soldiers he's overweight is all time. Yeah, it was it was very early on in his career, Stripes, with Bill Murray, of course, in that one. And John Candy's best has got to be Cool Runnings from Cam. Yeah, it's one of the favourites. Uncle Buck was outstanding. What was it? Planes, Trains, Automobiles was with uh, Steve, Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Yeah. Steve Martin had some good ones. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Is that a Steve Martin movie? The Man with Two Brains. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that one? Yeah. <laughs> now, mm. Mike from Callum Vale called up before the break to say, the missiles laugh. The missiles laugh, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, been, it's been a rough time of life. <laughs> okay, so he said, the missiles laugh reminds me of a movie back in the 80s called Revenge of the Nerds. Now, if you're in our sort of age, too old for you, Daddy Vass. <laughs> got no idea. But Revenge of the Nerds was like a, oh, it was a it's iconic cult, movie, cult wasn't it? Back in the 80s following, as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Daddy Vass has, has done his research, and this is what he's come up with. I, I can't split them. Oh, you're right. Now, play, play Missile again right now. Honestly, you cannot split them. Missile would be too young for Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you clip that up and send it to yeah. Brooksy, please? Oh, oh yeah. definitely. That'll definitely, definitely appear on the Don't come at me, Missile. Tomorrow. Uh, what do you make of this? Corey Pakes. <laughs> uh, I followed Corey Pakes through his teenage years. Yep. When I was doing a bit of work for South Sydney and he was coming through year 12, he's a Toowoomba boy. Um, I, I tried to get him to South Sydney, but he spoke to his father, who was, was an amazing, amazing guy to talk to and really invested in Corey's, in Corey's early part of his career as a teenager and, and made sure he made the right decision and kept Corey local at the Brisbane Broncos. And he was a halfback in his teenage years and he went toe-to-toe with Tanner Boyd, the Gold Coast Titans halfback for the Australian schoolboys mm. job. And he went to the Brisbane Broncos and they more or less turned him into a nine, which I, I think that was always going to be his future. But it looks as though that the Broncos, well, they've given their blessing to Corey Pakes to speak with rival clubs and looks like it, Rat, that he's set the sign with the Sydney Roosters. Yeah, I think it's good for the Roosters. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think they've sort of struggled a little bit in the nine position this year. Um, I, look, Brandon Smith, he's a good hooker, but I think I, I like him off the ball a little bit more. Brandon well, Smith. at least if, if Brandon started a hooker and then just after 20, 25 Moving minutes, shift him mm. to a bit more of a loose... A loose forward role. Yeah, yeah. That's probably where he's most effective, mm. eh? Much more impactful at the Storm as a 14. Yeah. Brandon? Yeah. 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 He, but as you get older, I think you've got to try and cement a position. Mm. Like his, his season was poor. His season was oh. poor. Well, he had a lot yeah. of friends around him as well mm. that had poor seasons. Yeah, mm. poor first half of the season. Um, who had good? Who had a good season for the Roosters? Lindsay Collins had a good season. Lindsay, well, Lindsay Collins had a good Back in the, from origin mm. sort of onwards. Billy he, Smith. Billy yeah, Smith was outstanding. Right. Yeah. Um, he's always been a good player, Billy Smith, but unfortunately went through a lot of Injured. surgeries yeah, really yeah. early on. In uh, Tom, a young back rower. Oh, yeah, the new – the new he's a young fellow, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. 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 Siwa Wong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Siwa Wong, yeah. Good player. Yeah. Uh, only young. 
Uh, I've got to say, Junior Punga was was really well on the mm. wing. Uh, but you need to have, I mean, to have Cup. a good season. You, you need to have 13 or 14 blokes that have all had good years. Yeah. You know, you just can't afford I'll tell you what, Nat Butcher had his best season of all. Yeah. Nat Butcher, he was mm. outstanding this Brother year. Brother was good too. He's a good player, yeah. Ethan Butcher. He's a very good player. So, I think... Um, Corey uh, Pakes. It's a good, uh, I think it's a good addition well, they, for him. They've let Jake Turpin go. Yeah. So there is a, a hooking role of some note that's that's up for grabs. Yeah. So You need two good hookers at your club. I think that's a good signing. That's a really good signing. Yeah. He's, he's still got a Plenty lot of years left, left in him yeah. as well. So with the Broncos, so what, what makes, what happens with the Broncos? They've got Billy Walters, who had an outstanding season. Tyson Smoothie. Tyson, Tyson Smoothie, yeah, Smoothie yeah, played yeah. in the grand final yeah. as well. Delivered the ball to Thomas Flegler to score mm. under the post. And that young hooker too. Queensland Cup player yeah, of the year. Yeah, Moser. Mate. Blake Moser. Blake yeah. Moser. That's mm. why they put him in. They'll blood him yep. this year, surely. Have to. Yeah, we had a run. Mate, he looked good when he came on in that last round. Well, it, I, he's a big reason why Billy had such a, a good season because he knows that Billy Moser's up his clacker. Yeah. Or Blake Moser's Blake up Moser, his clacker. Yeah, yeah. Billy's his brother. You yeah. can't keep four hookers in your, in, your, in your top 30. Surely not. No. No, no you, you can't. wouldn't have four. That's, that's, that's just the reason. Mm. Mm. Oh, you, you can depending on what you're paying them. And where they're, and what their versatility is. But yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's get to the text line, 0457-736-736. Rat, what have you got? Hey, Sats and Rats. Let's just call out that Michael Clark for what it is. He complains that he's chased by the paparazzi but turns up at every big social event where you, where you get to be seen. He's irrelevant now. <laughs> Cheers from Dave Mull. This is on the back of his Turn Gabby, of his call. They're tough people, yeah, Turn Gabby people. <laughs> his, uh, yeah, uh, this is this is on the back of Michael Clark. If you weren't listening, saying that you know club cricket's the same as going back and playing club cricket's the same as going and playing in the the cool Curry knockout out. or boxing or yeah, whatever yeah. it may be. Yeah. yeah. Um, on the text line, also as a Raiders fan, we spoke about clauses in contracts and any sort of weird clauses. Would you like to enter a clause into your club, whether it's a player or a coach? And Paul says, as a Raiders fan, I would like to be written into Ricky Stewart's contract. He gets five post-match press conference sprays where he doesn't cop a fine. Could be good, oh. wouldn't it? How good would that be? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rich from Brisbane says, um, re-Australian rugby. Phil War, Hamish McLennan, Bill Pulver, former CEO of Hamish McLennan's the current chair. Bill Pulver, former CEO, and Michael Hawker, former chair, all have one thing in common. They all went to Shaw School in Sydney. No more rugby administrations out of Sydney private schools would be a good start for Australian rugby. Rich, unfortunately, um, a lot of the rugby well, that's where it's, that's players a, and mm. their administration come from a, yeah, yeah. a private school background, don't they? Yeah, and look, I, I don't care where they're from if they do a good job. Um, but I, I do, I do, I do understand what Rich is saying there because it, it becomes a bit of a boys' club, mm. and it becomes a bit, you know, look, don't let anybody, anybody else in. Or like I was saying, it seems to me that if the, if the idea doesn't come from within that, then you know, it's not, it's not good enough. Well, Rad, I, I think the best move they've made. and I'm going to take you out of this conversation because you're going to support him because you're one of his close mates mm. in Phil War. Now, Phil, Phil War as the CEO is a, is a wise appointment. Well, you don't have to be an ex-player, but it goes a long way to be an ex-player at high level to understand the landscape of what happens in a dressing room and, and the discussions that players will be having while administrations, administrators and the coaches have turned their back. But on top of that, the good part I like about Phil Wall coming in is that he hasn't been ingrained into the game for a long period of time as an administrator. He's gone away from the game. He's worked in the private sanctuary, in the banking industry mm. for many, many years, the private banking industry. 
He's had to make some tough decisions on employees, the industry itself, um, and they're decisions that affect a lot of people. Mm. To be able to leave that behind, which would have been a big decision, especially from a financial point of view, to then throw yourself into professional sport again as an administrator. He is in the best position to make decisions based on someone who's been outside looking in for an extended it, period of time. It, he's passionate about the game and he yep. wants the game to, to be better. And um, he, he obviously is the sort of guy that can make tough decisions. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, look, it's um, early days for him in that in that role, so we'll see where that goes. But uh, yeah, I think it's the right decision too, Sats, but yeah. Who was the original Riddler? He ended up a movie star as well, Raymond Terrace yes, Rooster. I, I know who he means here. But I can't think of the him. original Riddler. The original Riddler. Can you do some research there, mm. Daddy Bass? Original the original Riddler from Batman mm. movie or or TV. Well, one of our roost, one of our one of our listeners will probably know. Raymond Terrace Rooster. My mum used to live on Raymond Terrace Road, East Maitland. Right. Uh, um, Toronto Rod said Roy Orbison was way before all of them. Country rock and pop. He was a rock and pop. Toronto Rod. Travelling Wilburys. Roy. Roy Orbison. Can you name them? Uh, Chris Christopherson. Yeah. Um, Roy Orbison. Roy Orbison. Um, Probably the most famous country singer. Kenny Rogers. No. No. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. And? I don't know. Waylon Jennings. Waylon Jennings. Yes. Wow. Original Riddler. Yep. Frank Gorshin. Frank Gorshin. I don't know. Did he become a Raymond Terrace? Well, sure. Mm. Uh, G'day, Shaggers. The Reptile. Mad Rabbitohs fan, The Reptile. Can I ask what Jacob's done wrong to sign a three-year contract with the Bulldogs? I thought he was a good guy and a good player. Come on, Reptile. He, he's a, he, he yeah. loves it there. I, I actually had a catch-up with Jacob just by chance. When you I was, said he's a lot bigger than what you, he, yeah, you think he is. He is. He's, he's, he'd be 6'2", six 6'3". Six really? Um, lovely kid mm. and, and loves it at the Bulldogs. Yeah, so, good on him. He, he, look, when a young fella like that gets signed to a club, like the Bulldogs, who, yep. who aren't, in a, aren't in good shape. Yep. One of the things for him, he, he wants to be, you know, a part of the the catalyst that turns it around. Yep. And that's a, that's a real selling point for a for a player. Yeah. He's like, oh, you can go to Melbourne and you'll just be another player there and you'll be, yeah, you mightn't get a run or stay here and help us turn this club around. And Play first grade the one that all the fans go, yeah. thanks for, you know, Sticking around and making it happen for us. Yep. He came on the show and said he went to Belmore as a kid. Yeah. yeah. Love you know. it. Outstanding. Before we get to the break, the leg up tip now. Get your pens and papers out oh, or your phone, whatever it may be, wherever you put your notes, because the uh, the form has been outstanding from the leg up guys. We've got a great tip thanks to leg up, Australia's fastest growing tipping service. Just remember what's gambling really costing you. Now, Randwick, Kensington, tomorrow. Randwick, Kensington, tomorrow. Race six, number four, Waikiki. Okay, race six, number four, Waikiki at Randwick tomorrow. Why do you change your voice? Waikiki. I don't know. <laughs> now, actually, my wife was having a go at me. Actually, I'll finish this first. Oh. She's well supported first up, uh, badly held up in the straight. Still has plenty to offer for more reports. And based on the last start, Waikiki, with that forg- <laughs> forgiving run, she looks That's good. Waikiki. Wakiki. <laughs> she looks good odds for this one. Get a leg up on the bookies of Australia's fastest growing tipping service, the leg up.com.au. What's gambling really costing you? Can I ask you both? <laughs> what's on top of a moose's head? Antlers. What do you say? Antler. Yeah, I, I, my wife is laughing at me all weekend because I can't say it. I say antlers. 
<laughs> then it was like you sound like remember remember the uh remember the twelfth man? Yeah. Graeme Lebroy. <laughs> Graeme Lebroy his name's Graham Max. <laughs> Graeme. Uh, let's get to the break and we'll wrap the show up after that. <laughs> The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Oh, that, yeah. is that Darius Rucker? Oh, is that Darius Rucker? Is that Darius Rucker the same person from Hootie and the Blowfish? Mm. Hey, so Mad we, Miami Dolphins. So we got the, 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 the Travelling Wilburys mixed up with the Highwaymen. The, highway, the Travelling Wilburys were Jeff Lynn, Roy Albinson, Tom Petty, Tom Petty yeah. George Harrison, and Bob Dylan. Yeah, so Waylon Jennings was Highwaymen. Highway yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, so let's get to some of your texts before we go. We haven't got long. Hey, uh, hello, boys. Enjoy the show. Maddie, your brother-in-law, taught me how to play basketball. Great family. Brody. Cheers from James. Oh, mm, Brody. Yeah. Okay. The missile's laugh is across between Jonathan Thurston, Josh Adokar, with some Ray Romano nasal tunes. That's <laughs> 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 so That is so good. That's good. And you're right, Robert Burrow tomorrow. Frank Gorshin was the uh, first. Tommy from Sydney says, guys, how popular are the Matildas? Three Olympic qualifiers in Perth over the next week. All sellouts. $59,000 off the stadium. Shotgun Shine says, thanks for the... Zero interview, yeah, what a great interview. And 970 says... He's going know, hard, 970. Did you know that almost a third of all women over 80 years of age still have sex with their partners? No. Surely not. Really? No way. Yeah, thanks to Ciro for coming on the show. Outstanding. If you missed it, go back and listen to the podcast. Outstanding <laughs> interview. And also Tim Payne, former Australian skipper, will be on the show tomorrow with myself and Woogie. Thank you for all the text messages tonight. Hope to catch you again tomorrow night. Thank you, Daddy Vass. Thanks, boys. Thank you, Rat. Job, mate. Thanks. And thank you all. Have a great rest of the Tuesday night. This is Sats and Rat for Sports Day. Have some honey lemon tea, Rat. I'm on it.